welcome. Thanks for tuning in to The Good Nurse Outlook, a podcast about life from a nurse's point of view. But if you're not a nurse, that's okay too. Not only will I discuss things nursing and healthcare related, but everyday matters as well. Honestly, the topics are endless. I'm your host, Nurse Naj. Let's get into it. Hey, you guys. Welcome back. Oh my gosh. I'm going to tell y'all the real tea and why I'm so late. So I usually try to post videos on Wednesdays or Thursdays, preferably Tuesdays, but I'm getting there. Anyways, nonetheless, I recorded this video on Tuesday. I had to work Wednesday, Thursday. They called me in. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just edit after work. Never happened. I did some editing. I had like half a video left to record. And then after that, y'all, why this morning, which is Friday, I was like, okay, I'm going to just do my final touches and post by noon. And it was a mess. Like the beginning, the audio wasn't there anymore. I don't know where it went. And then like the end of the video didn't save. Anyways, I'm here. It's Friday. I'm posting a video because I am posting a video every week regardless of what happens in life. So welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Naja. I'm an ER nurse. I do ER travel nursing. I have been doing that for since 2020 of December. I am a nurse of this next five years. If you're listening to me on YouTube, please like, leave a comment. If you found me on TikTok and you're listening to me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Anchor, thank you so much. Please rate review leave some stars five stars preferably if you're not feeling like five stars just don't leave nothing okay <laughs> i am so thankful for like all the reviews all the reposts shares likes everything if you repost me on instagram please tag me because i don't see them and i want to see them you know i love the love i want to start doing review of the week so today review of the week comes from mike he commented on youtube on last week's episode how to cope after a bad shift if you haven't listened or tuned in please tune in it's a great episode mike states great episode your topic was awesome look at the irony <laughs> i was just saying it's a great episode because you know i'm producing it but anyway nothing um great episode your topic was awesome this is especially useful information to new nurses in the field as well as senior nurses these coping mechanisms are useful more effective than negative coping such as you mentioned hitting the bar after a shift or going home cracking the wine bottle or whatever the liquor or preference would be 2023 we are all about healthy coping mechanisms we want to be the best versions of ourselves it's good to joke about those things although i know people don't be joking because shifts are hard like nursing is hard the profession is hard but we also want to make sure that we are looking into safe healthy coping mechanisms so today's topic i'm so excited about this is about career i'll also be discussing scriptures phrases from sermons that really helped me get through my nursing career as i mentioned earlier i am an er travel nurse i do work med surge per diem and i love it so don't even don't even come for me y'all do not come for me i come from humble beginnings i used to be a cna at the age of 19 i started my healthcare journey so i've been doing this for 13 years just in healthcare in general. Started off as a CNA, and at the time, I was trying to go to college with my friends, but I didn't really have that familial support. I ended up moving out of my home state. I stayed with my grandma. She has a two-family home, so like she had one floor, I had another floor, and it was really like separate lives. I mean, of course, like you know, she my nana. We had a relationship, but also the just like, listen, you're gonna stay here under these rules. I'm not cooking for you. I'm not doing this. You have to go out do laundry you have to provide for yourself i'm just providing you with the space you need to pay rent da, 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 right so it was just like one of those business relationships while i was 19 20 i was a cna and i was just like having fun making good money because at the time right up here in new jersey 
I was making about like 13 something an hour. This is 10 years ago. Back in Florida, they were paying 850. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I have a nice car. I was living my life. Then as I was working in the skilled nursing facility, the girls, the other CNAs, my Haitian mommies and everybody else was just like, you need to go back to school. You're young. Da, 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 da. And I was like, well, I can't go to school. I always wanted to go back to school. I literally wanted to go to college, but I just didn't have the support. You needed your parents to sign off and give their financial aid information and different things like that. And my family was not doing that. They were like, no. So I had to do what I had to do. So I just became a CNA and I was working and I said, well, I can't go to RN school, but I can afford to put myself through LPN school. Grandma helped me out. She gave me a deposit and then I was paying on it finished the program and I knew like with this LPN school like it wasn't backed by financial aid it was all cash they didn't have a high pass rate but I was like whatever I'm young I'm smart I'm intelligent like I graduated high school with honors I was student class president all these things right so I'm like I could do this when it came time to take the exit exam I kept getting the 73 it was like a class of like 70 something people and only like two people would get like the 75 that was needed so I kept getting a 73 I got a 73 three times after that happened, they told me that I had to go take a refresher course. I took a refresher course in New York. You do like an entrance exam. I got an 84. After that, I went through the program and then I exited the program with a 95. So I'm like, okay, I got this. Go back to the school. Get another 73, y'all. I was like, what? Like, this is crazy. I went to speak with the dean of the school and he goes, if you pay $6,000 in cash and you take over med surge, you're sure to pass. I was like, what? No, I'm not doing that. I dropped out. I don't want to say I dropped out, but I guess it's dropping out, right? Because I didn't finish. But I finished, but I didn't finish the exit exam. Whatever. Anyways, I quit that school. They were playing games. My grandma, she did not like that. She was just like, I think that's so crazy. Just pay the $6,000. Like, da, da 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 And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that because at this point, y'all just want my money. So then after that, I had went to community college. I started taking prereqs and I started my RN journey. And prior to starting my RN journey, my plan always was to do LPN, then go into RN. But I didn't really want to take the NCLEX twice, so I'm kind of happy about that. I never thought about you would have to take your NCLEX twice. Like, so if you're thinking about doing that track, think about that. You gotta take your NCLEX twice. Two years of my life was with that LPN program that I scrapped. I was still a CNA. I was at work. Certain coworkers, you know, at the job, child, mm, how they be hating. And people were like, oh, she couldn't even pass the LPN program. What makes her think she can do an RM program? All these different things. They were just saying all these crazy things about me. And I was just like, you know what? These people have been at this job 15, 20 plus years, etc. Why would I want to listen to people like that? Like, And I was very, I was very mature for my age. People were saying all these crazy things about me. And it wasn't like I could just go to work and like hide the fact that I was in nursing school because I always needed to study. I always needed to do homework. And I worked a lot of hours. Although I was living with my grandma, I still was paying my car note, paying my rent, taking my clothes out the house, do laundry, and just doing everything by myself. And on top of that, I was trying to pay down my student loans. I was at the age where I could apply independently, and I didn't need my parents' help. And that's something that angered me when I was younger because I had all this potential in my younger high school days. But because my family wouldn't sign the papers, I couldn't go to college. All my friends went to college together, and they had all these amazing experiences. And I was in a nursing home with people 30, 40 years old. But then on the flip side of that, I learned about credit. I learned about financial responsibility. So many different things that when I became of age, I had like a nice savings. I had I had a nice 
lifestyle set in my early 20s. It was things that my friends coming out of college, not only were they looking for jobs, and again, this is nothing to bash on them because I'm just taking in perspective my experience and my story. A lot of them, you know, had to move back in with their parents, had to start like from scratch, didn't have those life lessons. Sometimes when you feel like you've been set back or you're in the dark or life just isn't going your way, keep going, keep pushing through because there is light at the end of the tunnel, honey. Like there is light. So I really didn't have like a lot of friends because I had just moved to Jersey. Everybody else was older than me at the college. People were younger than me. So I kind of was like out of place, but I'm social. I got along with people, but like I wouldn't say I had like true friends. I would fly to and from Florida just to be with my childhood friends. I always joke because people are like, how did you get through nursing school? And I tell them it was me, Mike Todd, and God, honey. I was watching his sermon. They were just so powerful. It really touched me. It was really inspiring. And I was praying a lot. I was writing scriptures. And I always held on to this verse during my whole RN journey. Proverbs chapter 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Submit to him and he will make your path straight. And in that moment, I was so alone. I felt so embarrassed at times. I felt ashamed, but I smiled through it, honey. One thing about me, you will never like see me down bad. Like, no, even if I'm going through something, I'm going to be encouraging the next person. I'm still going to be smiling. And it's not something like, you know how people say like, oh, check on the people that are always cheery and friendly. They are going through like, it wasn't something like that. It's just like, I was so confident that God had me. I was just going through this trial. Mike Todd had a sermon. It was um, seed, planted, not buried. And that's how I felt like, I'm not even gonna get into that sermon, but that sermon was so good. It was so powerful and it really expressed how I felt. I was feeling unseen, I was feeling judged. Wonderful sermon, highly recommend, 10 out of 10, would watch again. I got through nursing school and I was struggling, honey, and not struggling in a sense of like, it was too much work, it was too much pressure. I was struggling financially. I was trying to support myself. I was trying to work this job and do all these hours to support myself, plus try to have like some kind of lifestyle. I was flying back and forth to Florida all the time, but that that's what kept me sane. So it was just a lot. And I remember listening to a sermon one day, the pain that you're feeling can't compare to the joy that's coming. And y'all, being broke is painful, okay? <laughs> And I had some friends through RN school. They really had my back. And y'all, you know when you tight with money and your car breaks down? Like, what? And I had a nice car. Like, that's what was taking some of my money because, like, my car note, I think, was, like, 350 20 what, 2016, whatever the year was. It was, it was like, a new car. I was like, if I'm hustling, I'm running from work to school and doing this and that, I'm going to need something stable. Plus, it snows. I remember I was sitting with some friends. We were at her house. She's like, oh, I got to take a break. I'm like, okay, whatever. She opens the door. It's a masseuse. She had a personal masseuse come to the door and give her a massage while we were, like, studying out loud. And I'm like, girl, I got money. Like, what? And although I struggled financially through RN school, I was very appreciative for the process of nursing school and especially the process of prereqs like people always complain about prereqs prereqs teach you discipline how to focus how to memorize how to critically think you taking five six classes at a time and you have all these deadlines to make that is preparing you for nursing school when you have clinical when you have exams quizzes projects due for your clinical stimulating lab I could, I could go on but i don't got enough hands honey if you are in nursing school or if you are taking your prereqs to get in nursing school don't be dismissive of the prereq. It really prepares you. And if you build a strong foundation, a base foundation, when you get to nursing school, you'll be like some of the girls, they had their schedules on the Google calendar. They had everything planned out, everything mapped. They had days for this, time slots for this. And that's what you're going to need in nursing school. I'm going to do an episode about that.
what would you need in nursing school? And I'm going to bring in some new nurses because I know a lot of, shout out to y'all that I met and y'all followed me. Love y'all. And you guys, do you know when I finished nursing school and got my RN license and passed my NCLEX, everybody that was talking crazy about me and saying all these negative things were just like, wow, she did it. Some people even were saying, I knew she could do it. And I was like, what? But I just stay humble because honestly, like in life, you're going to have your own experiences. And you can't be holding on to the negative comments and things that other people say about you. People don't even live their own dreams and live their own lives. And how can you take in comments from people that are bystanders, that aren't even a character in your own life? But yeah, everybody was just so supportive. I just think like, if I didn't have my faith, I'm telling you, there's no way I could have gotten through such a rough period, being young, alone. Also, wasting my grandma's deposit, honey. She was like, ma'am, I said, I will pay you back. But she ain't want me to. And even though, like, everybody was so proud of me and saying all these good things, I was just holding on to my little sermon through everything. Trust his plans, not your pain. If you want to be a nurse or you're a nursing student or you're taking prereqs to become a nurse, I am here to encourage you. Also here to drop some statistics. I love statistics. <laughs> so U.S. News posted an article in November 2022 that states, the demand for registered nurses would hit more than 3.6 million by the year of 2030, which would mean that the field would have needed to add nearly 50,000 new registered nurses each year since 2014 to meet that demand and of course you can say things like nurses are leaving the bedside due to working conditions burnout ratios etc but schools are also struggling to keep faculty to teach these nursing students it's very limited to get into a nursing program doing an RN contract so many of the PCTs there were trying to get a nurse on a wait list for nursing school the students are out there yes of course nurses who have the license currently yeah they complain and they do memes and they do all these stuff but it's also like not a good light for new nurses that's entering the field and I also know because I work at a teaching hospital too sometimes the nurses can be like oh hey there this you know and we do feel like that but if you're listening to this and you are a nurse with experience just try to tone that attitude down especially just when you're around students like your experiences are not their experiences and if you're a nursing student who has happened to witness nurses complaining at the bedside and doing all this other stuff don't let that get to you their experiences are not your experiences you may not want to be a bedside nurse you may want to be this type of nurse and there's so many different nurses that's my two cents on that because the true argument regarding why nurses are leaving the bedside isn't today's topic or why they hate the bedside but I did find this very interesting according to U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics they state that the estimated growth rate for nurse practitioners is 40 percent much faster than the average occupation so these nurses are like listen we about to get this ASN BSN and just go get our masters and become MPs we are not here for the bedside and I thought that was pretty nice little chuckle although I do recommend that you have at least one year of nursing experience on the floor before you go to MP school and then when you're in MP school I recommend that you still work because you don't want to lose your skills as a nurse. Y'all men and women who are in school, who have a medical background, who are a medical assistant, who are CNAs, patient care techs, et cetera, when like, oh, I'm too old to do this or I can't keep up or like, no, I have friends that graduated nursing school and they're 40. I know people whose nursing is a third degree for them. I know people who have had businesses and went into nursing. You can always come up with a million reasons why you can't be a nurse, why you can't do this, why you can't go to school. Oh, it's going to take too long. The time is going to pass anyways. 
get those negative thoughts out your head, man. Like if you have, if you're feeling that burn, that desire, if you feel like put this in my heart to do this, and you love taking care of patients, and you just feel like, oh, I can never be a nurse. Like that's too much work. You could be a nurse, just like doctors could be doctors. I remember one time I went to the doctor, and then I was like, oh, I love that you're a doctor. I'm in nursing school. I was like, but doctor seems like it's too hard. And he told me like, and he was a black man, and he was like, listen, nothing in life is hard. You just have to prepare yourself train your mind study and work hard and that's the truth like even my mp program i wanted to become an mp when i learned about it in rn school prior to that i was a cna i never even knew what an mp was i thought the mp that would come and see the patients was a doctor so like with anything once i finished nursing school and i was working as an rn and i'm making money i was like i do not want to go back to school but i just signed up for the classes and i just started taking it because i just put my mind on the long term yeah, I can make money for three to five years as an RN, but eventually I know I'm going to get older. And I know I love teaching. I love educating. I love doing all these things. And as a nurse practitioner, you have the capacity to do more. But I feel like the more you let time go by, the the weaken your desire comes. And if you feel like you applied for nursing school and didn't get in, apply for another one. Move out of state. Like, do what you got to do to get what you want in life. Don't let someone's no be the end of all ends. Like, no, we don't do that around here. We are pushers. I'm a pusher, Katie. <laughs> Did you know that women make up 86% of the profession? Of course, right? And if you've enjoyed the episode, thanks so much for tuning in. You can end here. But... If you are a minority, person of color, non-whatever, please continue to listen. <laughs> Did you know that 9.9% of registered nurses are African American? Did you know that 8.3% are Asian and 4.8% are Latino? And in honor of Black History Month, I have to throw this in there. 14.6% of Black or African American nurses have related master's or doctoral degrees compared to 13.4% of white nurses. Minorities in healthcare and people of color, it is so important to have y'all in healthcare. And I know you may feel like so many things are against you and that you just don't have the funds or you don't have the time or you have all these things to do. There is always a way to make it happen. And I know you're probably thinking, who is this girl to tell me? She don't got no kids. She don't got no responsibilities. She don't got no man. And why y'all in my business? Okay, I'm here to spread the gospel and encourage. <laughs> I just remember when I first started travel nursing, I was the only woman of color. Not even housekeeping was black, okay? They were either Asian or Hispanic. It was very uncomfortable, but my checks cleared every Friday, so <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but I remember telling my mentor, I was like, girl, I'm the only woman of color. And she was like, get used to it. There's not many of us. And I know if you on social media, you may just follow a lot of black nurse pages or you may just know a lot of black nurses in your vicinity but there are not many of us out there and also people of color sorry i'm a black woman so you know i'm rooting for everybody black and as a minority i have worked very hard to just prove myself to my counterparts and i'm going to continue to work very hard i just really want to encourage men and women you want to be a nurse you want to be a doctor you want to be a pa or an mp or any of these things set your mind to it dismiss all the negative thoughts and just keep going just keep going. Don't let fear, your age, time, the cost, don't let none of that stop you. Believe that God has put that desire in your heart. Push out the negative thoughts. If you love helping people and you love healthcare and you love the profession, start today. Go sign up at the community college if you need to. Go to that technical school. Make sure you go to a school that is certified, child, because we do not 
We do not want no drama with the feds, with the alphabet boys, CIA, FBI, IRS, none of them. And don't look at the curriculum and be like, oh my gosh, this is too long, and just sign off. Because I've done that. I'm here to tell my truth, y'all. If you sign up and you put that payment down, it's a wrap, honey. You, you got to do it now. 21 years straight, nursing is still ranked the number one trusted profession. There's a reason. So loves, I really, really hope that I spark some fire inside of you. Really hope you consider going after your dreams and holding on to your desire and just keep pushing. What made you want to go pray to God and ask him for a sign? God, if I turn the TV on, please let me see a nurse and then I'll know I got to go to nursing school. <laughs> but anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless.